You're listening to a DM podcast. This is the Healthy Hustlers podcast, and I'm your host, Madeline, but you can call me Mads. I'm deeply passionate about self-development and personal growth. Why? Because after several years climbing the never-ending corporate ladder, I was so burnt out and I realized it was time to wave goodbye to a job title and salary I once thought to find my success. And I embarked on a life full of good health, wholesome conversations, nourishing relationships, and a career that fueled my soul. Because to me, that's success. And now I want to share those life-changing experiences, mindsets, and insights with you. My aim is to bring you a big dose of positivity to your day, one healthy conversation at a time. During these solo episodes, I'll share my insights and my practical tips that I hope inspire you to shine bright, because a healthy mind creates a healthy life. Are you ready to hustle with me? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. It is always so beautiful to be here with you and I so appreciate your time. I really feel like these episodes and probably the reason why I feel just so safe and connected sharing on this platform is because I know it's a real exchange. You're exchanging your time for me giving you hopefully very useful um, and thought-provoking advice and tips and insights. So I'm really grateful that you're here. It's really exciting to see the show at the moment and yeah, lots of new listeners coming on board and people really enjoying the episodes. So to all the people that have reached out, I've had so many beautiful messages over the last, you know, month or so of just how much I guess this newer format and these regular episodes are really helping you. So thank you so much for that. It's definitely keeping me really inspired and ready to just keep bringing you really high-end, really good, very polished content. So thank you for being here. It's such a funny day for me, I'm not going to lie. So today is like one of those extended public holiday long weekends in Victoria it's a Monday, but for me, it's normal programming. My daughter still had kinder and it just felt like such a funny, funny start to the week because we had such a social weekend, which I'm so not used to. I have quite strict boundaries around Sunday because it is, you know, the next day's kinder for my daughter and a work day for me. And so, yeah, we were out socializing a lot over the weekend. So I'm feeling a little bit like, whoa, heightened, I think, and a little bit tired, um, but all good things. Um, but today I really wanted to chat about vision boards. And the reason why is we are obviously coming to the pokey end of the year, which is wild. It is actually wild to think that when you received this episode, we'll be in like mid-November, which is crazy to think um, that we are so close to Christmas and so close to a new year. And I know that vision boards are not going to be something that is new to you. I'm sure that you have all used them, that you all have experience with them. I know that um, many moons... I actually spoke about them on the podcast, but I wanted to create today's episode, giving it to you as a bit of a tool or a resource coming into the end of a year and the start of a new year. I feel like this is such a beautiful and kind of potent time to be able to dive in and start really exploring and I guess getting the emotions going with what you want to call into your life. We obviously speak a lot about manifestation and visualization on this podcast. And 
I guess vision boards are just a really powerful tool for manifesting your dreams and desires. So I want to give you some relevant insights and a bit of evidence as to, you know, how a vision board can actually be effectively created to help you call in those desires and dreams that you might have. Because I think that they can so easily be looked at as a resource, but not maybe done with the right intention behind them. And like everything, your vision board needs to be created with the right energy. You need to be in a high vibration when you are creating this so that you are actually aligning yourself with those dreams and desires. There is no point in just making this and like almost forgetting about it or making this and not creating the right environment and tone in your energy. Otherwise, it's just really a wasted resource. So that's what today's episode is all about, is really diving into the power of a vision board and how you can use it to effectively call in those dreams and desires that you hold. So the first thing when I create a vision board that I really like to do is to set out your goals. And I'm just going to talk through first how I personally work on goals. This is definitely not my field of expertise at all. I feel like it is actually a very big growth opportunity for me is to learn how to really tap into fine tuning my goals. But I feel like over the journey, I have become a lot better at doing it. Once upon a time, especially when I first started Healthy Hustlers, you know, I would write down these big ballsy goals that were like so almost broad. It was so hard for me to achieve them because there was no structure or breakdown that they weren't attainable. And from that, I would actually just become very frustrated. So there's a few ways that you can set goals and it's really about what feels good for you. And maybe this, if you're like me and feeling like this is an opportunity for growth for you, maybe this could be something that you go and dive a little bit deeper in with someone that's a little bit more experienced or that I guess really specializes in goal setting. But one theory or one approach that I have heard, which I quite like, is using words instead of goals, like instead of specifics. So if that feels good for you, um, it could be something like health, community, connection, like they might be your goals. And so they're just an overarching thing. I like to be a little bit more specific because I feel like that's what allows me to feel successful at the end of a period of achieving something. So I'm going to share what I use and hopefully it resonates. If it doesn't though, definitely like go and deep dive into someone that resonates with you for goal setting. But when it comes to setting your goals, one, I like to be specific. So really clearly defining what the goal is. So say once upon a time, my goal would have been to be successful or to have a successful podcast. That is very hard one to measure and also to achieve because success is going to look and feel different to me at different seasons of my life. I've learned to become very specific with what that actually means. So once upon a time, like, you know, once I started to get specific, it was a certain amount of downloads that I actually wanted to hit. It was a certain amount of new listeners that I wanted to attract in the show My goal now being specific is to be the number one most downloaded self-development podcast 
in the country, which is so ballsy, which is so big because there is so many incredible self-development podcasts. But it's something that I'm so passionate about and something I want to achieve. So yours might be, I don't know, to launch an online business that generates an exact amount in sales or more within a period of time. Like get really specific on what that goal is for you. If it's launching a product, if it's starting a online course, if it's studying a university degree and you want to hit a certain grade in so many subjects, like get really specific on what that goal is. The other thing when you're setting a goal is to make sure that it's actually achievable. What is achievable for you right now in this season, in this moment of your life? Because setting unrealistic goals actually just lead to a bit of frustration and a lot of self-doubt I have found. So consider what you actually need to achieve this goal and then almost create a plan for that. So, you know, what skills do you need? What resources? What are your limitations? What do you even have the energy and time resource for right now? That has been a really big one for me coming into motherhood and, you know, being in full-time mum mode for the last two years. What is actually achievable for me right now with the time that I have? So my goal of saying that I want to be the most downloaded self-development podcast in the country, that's not something I want to achieve in the next few months. That's a big ballsy goal over the next year or two. But that is going to be achievable for me next year to start working on that because my children are going to be in three days of care. I'm only going to be in mum mode two days, whether right now I'm in mum mode 24 seven. Like I have Rocco with me. There might be small moments or pockets where he has care, but overall he's with me. And then I have Georgia with me three days a week as well as him and then weekends. So trying to achieve a goal like that right now is not attainable because I do not have the resources or there's limitations around my time. So becoming, making sure that your goal is actually achievable is really, really important. And also a really big one is to make sure that your goals actually align with your values, your aspirations and your long-term objectives of your life or what you're trying to achieve. This really goes back to not looking into other people's lanes and not doing something because it's right for someone else, like really tuning into what aligns with you and your aspirations and what you want to achieve create in this lifetime. And then I like to really break those things down into large long-term goals and then working into like smaller goals. Um, So three months, six months, 12 months, and then like two to three year goals. And then actually creating like some manageable tasks and milestones that I would hit in those moments that will help me to celebrate the success and the journey and know that I'm on the path for those bigger ones. I hope that's making sense. But I just think that when you have these big goals, it's so overwhelming and you kind of think like it feels so far-fetched that it's hard to believe that it's possible. So the more that you can break it down into manageable tasks and them to be realistic for what you can achieve is when you're going to have the most success with them. And then I really like to actually write them down. So I have them both in notepads, in a like online file on my desktop, really going back to them because then you can actually build your vision board and your affirmations off these goals. That is the aim to actually get really clear on what those goals are so that you can then start building out this vision board. (laughs) 
I like to do vision boards in a few ways. One is a short-term vision board. So I actually do like having a like three to six month vision board for the start of the year. And then I like having a big vision board that's like my future, future board, if that makes sense. Like what are the big, big things that I want to call in? And for me, they're more lifestyle things or like how I want my life to look, whether the three to six month vision board is more around the things I want to achieve. Well, the big vision board for me only gets updated sometimes once a year, but sometimes only like once every two or three years. And it's very similar. You know, it will have the beach. It has the home that I would love to live in. It has all the look or the feel like family photos and things that, you know, travel, all of those sort of things that I want to call into our overall future, whether the smaller vision board has, yeah, those more goals in work and life that I want to call in more immediately. So then it's about really gathering your supplies. So I know a lot of people love to do vision boards on like one of those cork framed boards, like pins, which is awesome. I love the creativity of that. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes time is not of, of the essence for me, or I'm doing this when the kids are in bed or whatever it is. So I personally actually at the moment really enjoy doing my vision boards on Canva because I like to have my vision board as my desktop. I also like to have it printed out. I love to have it sometimes on my phone. I like to kind of have it in a few places that I look regularly. Whatever it is, however you want your vision board to be achieved, it's about gathering, like getting those supplies, getting those needs. So if it's Canva, you might want to set up an account. You want to start screenshotting photos um, online that resonate. If it's you know, actually creating a vision board visually through a cork board or something. It's about cutting out all the pictures in magazines, quotes, getting color, getting all those feelings. Because I think research actually really suggests that visually representing your goals can actually strengthen your commitment to achieving them. So having a variety of materials that allow you to be really, I guess, creative and expressive is really important in this process. And now the next thing is to create an atmosphere that brings about a feeling of calmness and also positivity. So you really want to find, you know, really romanticize this experience, really create a space that feels peaceful and just romanticizes that experience. If it's having your crystals there, if it's having a candle or fresh bunch of flowers, whatever it is for you, if it's a pocket in your home that has sunlight, if it's doing it outside, sitting, you know, on the grass in nature, like where feels good for you to create that and to be creative and to really harness a feeling of what this vision board is going to call in for you. And then the next thing I like to do is to start by the actual creation phase. I really like to start by being incredibly intentional and mindful here and to actually take a few minutes if it's in meditation or if it's just sitting in silence, closing down your mind, if it's having frequency music on, whatever it is for you that feels good. But it's really taking those intentional few minutes to get crystal clear on those goals and to start visualizing them, to start really imagining how you would feel when you call these things in, when you achieve these things that you were about to place on your vision board, how would you feel? 
So studies have actually shown that visualization activates the same brain regions as when you actually achieve an experience or when you actually experience something. So it's almost like it is tricking your brain or it's reinforcing your commitment to your goals because it's tricking your brain that you've actually achieved these. It activates the same part of your brain. So this is a really, really powerful part of this process. And it's something that I don't think a lot of people take the time to really do. So really sitting in that process of visualization, if you want to get really, really deep on this um, and really start exploring with the feeling of visualization, two amazing resources are Mindspo. So Rochelle Fox, she speaks into visualization a lot. She has a lot of tools. Um, She has a lot of like meditations that you can tap into visualization. And the other one who I've mentioned on the show before is Dr. Joe Dispenza. His visualization um, meditations are epic. I love them so much. They really help you to tune in and get in touch with what it is you want to call in. The next thing is with your images and that that you're actually going to place on your vision board, I want you to make sure that these are actually chosen with deep emotion. I don't want you to choose them because they look pretty or aesthetically pleasing. They need to be chosen because they resonate with the goals and the emotions and the feeling that you are calling into your life. They need to represent something. And so when I actually place these things on my vision board, like I said, I usually do it in Canva. So once I've like had my visualizations, I've got really clear on my goals. I go and find the pictures that resonate with that. If it's on Instagram, if it's on Pinterest, whatever it is. And I actually like sit with that for a little bit and tap into the feeling, the emotion before I place it on the vision board so that when I look at it then on the vision board, it evokes an emotion. It evokes a feeling in me. It reminds me of what it is that I'm working towards. That is very, very important through this process. So make sure that you are actually choosing images that evoke emotion. This actually has research behind it, like in psychology that suggests when you are looking at these images, it needs to evoke a feeling because that actually has a positive emotional response and that actually makes you stay positively associated with your goals and your desires. It helps you stay inspired and desiring to work towards them. Then it's about actually making a vision board look pretty. So really arrange these pictures, you know, however you want them to, however they excite you, however they feel good to you. Another really important thing I like to have in my vision board is affirmations. You know, I'm huge on affirmations. There is so much research and science behind the power of affirmations. So including affirmations, positive affirmations in your vision board is very, very important. It actually helps to boost like your, I guess, your self-confidence towards achieving these things. So I've spoken a lot about, you know, how I use affirmations in the past, but if it is a long-term goal, I kind of have overarching affirmations or reminders. So things like never let anyone dull your sparkle. That is a really big one for me. Trust the process. They're really big kind of like affirmations and reminders that I like to have on my overall vision board. But on my shorter, like three to six month vision boards, I like to actually tailor my affirmations to what those goals are that I'm calling in. I've spoken about this before on the podcast, but really working towards what those 
those goals are and how I can have that positive reinforcement through affirmations. So a lot of the time I do write them myself or I find, you know, just on Pinterest or on Instagram, there's so many amazing like quote things now on Instagram. I think some of them are like boss babe and female entrepreneurs or something. Maybe Um, I share a lot of that stuff on my Instagram anyway. So on Madeline Carafa, I'm always sharing like quotes and that that resonate with me, but I'll often go and take like lines from those that really resonate with me. And I'll put those on my vision board. So it's just that positive reinforcement and that reminder of what it is I'm working towards. So placing those in like prominent places around the vision board so you can actually see it daily. The next thing is to really just believe in this process. Really, really believe. Trust that the process of manifesting your dreams is something that you can do. The more that you can cultivate a deep belief that your goals are achievable, the more potent your vision board actually becomes as a manifestation tool. The more that you can cultivate that deep belief, you need to trust that this is achievable. You need to trust that you are worthy of this. You need to believe that you are powerful enough to call all of this in to your reality. That is when this this visual vision board becomes so incredibly potent because you are so strong and so certain in your own ability to manifest that you call these things in with such ease. And I guess the final step to this process of a vision board is to actually take the inspired action. You can't just think that because you have created this beautiful board that these things are going to fall in your lap. That is not what manifestation is. Manifestation is about becoming a vibrational match for these things. And to do that, you need to take the inspired action. You need to be in the driver's seat of your life and take this action. Even if it means that you are having to step into self-doubt, even if you are having to just lose that fear of judgment. Like you have to be willing to take the action to create these things, to make these things your reality. So your vision board should be a catalyst for the action. It should be your inspiration and your daily reminder of what it is that you are stepping into, the goals that you want to achieve. The way that you can obviously take that action is then to be going back to the goals that you set yourself at the start of this process and really start working on those. So that's where having the smaller goals, the shorter term and then the longer term goals is really important because you can actually start breaking them down into daily goals, daily tasks. So what are your smaller goals and then what are the daily steps and actions you can be doing to actually work towards that goal? I created a notepad, a manifestation notepad journal that's actually available on my website and what it gets you to do is write down your daily affirmations, the things you're grateful for, and then it reinforces your goals. So you have to write the same basic 
basically the same goals every single day. And then at the end, ask what is one step that you're going to take today towards your big vision? And that's a really powerful practice because it's reminding you every single day what the goals are that you're working towards. And it helps you to stop getting, I guess, distracted or detoured, derailed. So that's where this process becomes very powerful is when you're becoming really intentional with the actions that you are taking that align with your overall vision board. So then once you've created your vision board and you're feeling very inspired and very lit up by it, it's got your affirmations on it. It's got your visual representations of the goals and the desires that you're calling in. And all of those have a feeling and emotion that they evoke inside of you. It is so important to have this in a place that you regularly see. So seeing your vision board daily is very, very important. It actually should serve as a daily reminder of the aspirations that you were working towards. And by doing this, it can actually significantly enhance your focus and your determination in achieving them. When you have those daily reminders, it is literally helping you to stay focused. It's like what I said in my notepad, when you write down your goals every day, it's, it's helping you stay so laser focused on those goals. So by incorporating these steps into your vision board process, you are actually well on your way to manifesting your dreams into reality because you're taking that inspired action, which is also fueled by, you know, a high vibrational energy. That is my little snapshot of vision boarding and how I like to do it. I also want to add on this though, if you're not someone that can sit down right now and really romanticize this experience in just, you know, a few hours in one day, like take this process slow. You know, for me, I used to be able to create that whole day of like spending in vision boarding, whether now it's actually doing this almost step by step. Like I'll have the process where I'll take myself to the beach and get really clear in meditation um, and journaling and visualization of what the goals are. And I'll spend a few days, a few mornings on my beach walks and in nature, actually just honing in on those goals. And then the next step, it'll be like, you know, I'll spend a night just gathering the images and the affirmations because that's just what time allows for me right now. So it's a longer process. Like I actually usually spend it over that Christmas, New Year break. And that's like my major project for my own self, personal growth, my own self-improvement is really honing in on that vision board and what it is I want to call in. Maybe yours is doing this over the next few weeks leading into Christmas so that you start January very inspired and lit up and ready to go. Maybe you're going to just romanticize the hell out of it and do it in one day, but just do what feels good for you and don't let this be an overwhelming task. I want this to be a really beautiful, special, good feeling energy that really helps you to sit in the vibration of what you want to create, of what you know you're worthy of creating. Allow this to be a really, really beautiful experience. And I promise you, you will be so amazed at what you are actually able to call in. So if you enjoyed this episode, definitely hit me up on Instagram. I love hanging out at Madeline Crafer. I also love hearing about your processes. Like if you're really into vision boarding and it's something that you do, message me and tell me what works. Like I love trying new things. So I love connecting with you over all of these things. I'm definitely not the guru in this. I'm just sharing what works for me. So I want to hear your stories and your experiences as to what works for you. And some of the cool things that you've called in, like what have you actually called in? I know my vision board that's currently on my desktop. Like I look at it with so much pride because I'm I'm like, 
holy moly, so many of those things I've actually created. And it keeps me really inspired and motivated to be able to keep calling in new things and knowing that I'm powerful enough to do so. So please share your stories with me at either Madeline Craft or The Healthy Hustlers. Thank you so much for joining me today.